Greetings, I'm Tyler, and this is The Ground Loop. It has returned, back from the dead, undead, zombified, whatever, happy October. It is not yet fall because it is 80 degrees today. But I'm in Ohio, so there you go. Not that that's really a good thing. So, uh, as to why I'm back, uh, A, I felt like it, B, I had a few ideas on what to do with this, and C, perhaps most importantly, Scott wanted me to. So, this week's randomly selected and frequently asked question that I've never been asked and will therefore attempt to answer, what's this Zettel thing you've been prattling on about? So, the Zettel casting system, been around for a very, very long time, recent resurgence in popularity among the productivity prawn crowd who have an uncanny ability to make things much more complicated than they need to be. Oh, that was an alert. I have to feed the dog soon. So we're going to get back through this re-recording quickly. Anyhow, Zettelkasten system. I started using the, I, I had, this has been on my radar for a while. Um, but truthfully, the complexity of it, or what I perceive to be the complexity of it, really turned me off to it. Um, but over the last few months, I had been in a burn it all down and try something new mood. Um, so... It's like, what the hell? I'm going to try this, see how this goes. And it's been pretty transformative. So, but I do have some caveats. But first, what is it? I will break it down to the simplest I can. You take it, you have a thought, you write it on a note card, you give it a specific file name. I use year, month, day, time. And then you tag, put tags, you know, tags, not categories. Categories are too broad. You have to be more specific. Otherwise, you won't find anything. And you just throw these cards into a filing system. I just, by date, that's it. And the reason being, the thought behind this being that as you collect these notions and these thoughts, that they will then form new connections that you hadn't seen before. And once you get the hang of it, they really do. Um, I had I had started branching out in this direction a while ago, but this um, this last few months was really when I embraced it. So that's the simple version of it. Now I use two versions of it. I use a physical version, the index cards, and I use a digital version, which I use um, Obsidian for. So the physical version, um, I use that basically as an index of my notebooks and of the books I'm reading. Um, my notebooks previously, I would just, you know, get thoughts out of my head, but I'd never really use them again because I couldn't find them. I wouldn't go back through and I couldn't read my handwriting. With books, I always am bracketing and underlining and marking pages, and I rarely go back through them. This gives me a reason to go back through them, to add these to the card folder. Now, the, the, the you know, there is the possibility I'll never use these cards again. Um... But for now, I enjoy going back through them. They do, the process of writing them does help me remember things more. Um, so that's the physical system. The digital version in Obsidian, that is for projects. Those are broken down by project folders on a project-by-project -project basis. But the whole slip of paper, one thought, one slip, Zettelcast and prefixing still applies. Have a thought, write it inbox, throw it in a folder for the project. Now, as I'm writing a project, I can 
add, add to it. I can, you know, create back, I can create links within documents. So typing along, have a good thought, create link around that, then I can go deeper into that thought on a new sheet. And it just creates this, this hypertext linking system of, of, of creation. Um, so it has been absolutely transformative for me. Again, this is going to be a caveat is that this is not for everybody. But for me, once I figured out how to apply it to my work, to my processes, and which ones to replace with it, it's really changed my approach to everything because it has eliminated my perfectionism and it has changed my concept of what a first draft is. A first draft to me now is the act of capturing these disparate thoughts, kind of organizing them into something and just churning these thoughts out deeper and deeper and deeper. No real thought of the connection to things. Some work, some won't. Um, so then I will go through, and I, I apply this to everything. So the newsletter is done this way. This script-ish thing that I'm improving off of for this show is done this way. All of my interviews are done this way. My stories are done this way. My articles are done this way. Now, so yes, it has absolutely changed the way I work for the better, for me. Um, so I will add, though, that the, there is a bit of a crossover in the two systems for me, the digital and the physical. The, if I'm working on like a, an article or something or an essay or a story um, and I know I have a card for it somewhere, I will then digitize that card and throw it into the file folder in the project. But only when it is in that project folder and that is a processing folder where I work and I use Obsidian again. And then once that is... So then the revision process is actually more of a collation process into a finished document into well, not a finished document into something to build on and then then begins the whole editing process and then for that i, I usually will move things over to ia writer because that's a, a bit more distraction free and then i can really hone down and focus but in doing this it also identifies holes it identifies where things are missing and that i can fill back in and then i just go back through the process again um so i will though offer two caveats here the first being you can read stuff online about it but until you try it on your own and are able to break it down into the basics uh, one slip, one thought, a linking system, tags, file, unique file names, and then apply your own method to it, you're not going to get much out of it. You're just going to be scratching your head and banging your head against a table, and it is not worth that. It is a tool. You are not. So the second caveat, though, is that it is truly representative of the creative process in that... It is absolute chaos. It is organized chaos. You have to trust yourself that you will, as Steve Jobs said, that you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in the future. This is the apex of that. And you have to get comfortable with that. I'm still struggling with that. Um, but as I work on smaller things and move them from through this process, through my workflow that works for me, which may not work for you, it's like George Car Carlin says of religion. It's like a pair of shoes. You don't go around stuffing other people's feet into your shoes. You know, they may not fit them. Um, these happened, this version happens to fit me in my process. So 
But again, it is a struggle to trust yourself. And it's an exercise in trusting yourself. So maybe it does have a point in that. And I think that's it. So, uh, yeah, I think that is it because I don't have anything else to add to that. I don't think. Uh, if I do ask, just ask. So, whoosh. As ever, if you'd like to shout, scream, swear, say hi, or otherwise at me, I'm going to change this up a bit. You can check out parentheticalrecluse.com slash contact and you know, fill in the form. And then there is a, a with regards to checkbox. And you can check to, you know, say something about something I said or at, you ask a question um, to be answered here. Or you can um, we can start setting up a time for office hours and we can get discuss this whole thing when we can just shoot the shit when whatever, um, you know, talk shop, whatever. Um, and I think that's it. So parentheticalrecluse.com slash contact. And as ever, you can find earlier episodes of this show. I'm not quite sure why you would want to, but they are there. Parentheticalrecluse.com slash TGLpod. And this show is also on Apple Podcasts. So do with what you will on that one. Well, Scott, are you happy? The Ground Loop is back. We'll see you next time.